are listening to the Grow with Kelsey podcast, where we talk about how to authentically grow into the best version you crave to be, to lead you to the success you know is meant for you for a happier life. Here, you'll get to listen to my growth journey and we'll get personal insights from me on what I have done to lead me to a happier life. And trust me, there has been many bumps along the way. I'm your host, Kelsey, and thank you so much for tuning in. I absolutely cannot wait to bring you all on this journey, so let's get started. Hi guys, today I wanted to talk about something that's been really weighing on me and something that I've been thinking about a lot over the course of the day, but something that I have thought about a lot regardless, and that is signs that you aren't following your dreams. And this one's a big one for me specifically because it's something that I struggled with for quite a while. And, you know, I think I still struggle with this sometimes, but um, I also kind of found a way out of this. And so today I'm just going to be outlining some things about why we don't follow our dreams, what exactly it means to have dreams, and some things that you can do so you can become self-aware about what it is that you have been keeping yourself from and what it is that's holding you back. And I want to start with a story. Um, I'm going to start with a short story. Hopefully, you know, if you guys are getting my tone um, after listening to me, I'm kind of a rambler. So, you know, I'm going to try to make this short and sweet, but I also just want to be real with you guys about, you know, a story about me. And just to kind of start, I am from a very small town. So small that you can go in and out of my town within 10 minutes and the 10 minutes is being very generous. So I'm from a very, very small town and I always felt like I just didn't belong. I felt like everyone around me was kind of in their own system. Like they it was like comfortable for them and they had their own culture, their own way, and they were comfortable with that and they didn't see it any other way. And for me, I just felt frustrated even at such a young age um, being, you know, I remember being like seven or eight and being in school and, and growing up through middle school and high school and college, just feeling very frustrated. I tried to fit in. I wanted to fit in this idea of who I thought I should be and I was frustrated Um, again I was super super lost and disconnected from almost everything around me and even the people around me and really one day I got to a point where I just physically felt terrible I felt those consequences I felt those consequences of living a life that just wasn't me I felt anxiety every day my stomach hurt, my body ached a lot. You know, I cried a lot of the times just out of fear um, on not knowing what to do, not knowing which direction to go in because I was so disconnected from myself and knowing what my dreams were. And deep down, I kind of knew what they were, but I wouldn't even allow myself to access that because everyone around me operated so differently. And it was hard. And it was kind of one of those things where it was like, 
don't even look at it because no one else is talking like this or thinking like this. And so, you know, you're just kind of crazy and you need to kind of roll with the crowd. You need to do what everyone else is doing, right? And that's natural for us to do as humans. And so feeling this way, feeling directionless, you know, I still kind of went with the crowd. So I acted as if what I thought I should act. I got the friends and and all of those things. I got into college. I I have a lot of college stories. I'll talk about that a lot. But I got into college. I just kind of followed the same routine that have friends, have fun, do those things, of course, which, you know, have friends. I'm not saying don't have friends, but have friends that are authentic to you. And I kind of followed the crowd on what friends I should have, what that would mean. I was so self-conscious about what I looked like, what seemed like the best option. All of these things got tied up in perfectionism, all these things. And, you know, eventually got to a point where I felt so disconnected from myself and from others around me that I didn't know who I was. And that becomes an issue whenever we're talking about what your dreams are and what you want to follow, um, because that goes to into authentically who you are and allowing yourself to have access to who you really are and what you really want and what you really desire. And that's really, really important. So I kind of had all these dreams deep down that I felt like I dreamed of a big house where, you know, not just because I wanted a big house to money wise, didn't want to show it off or anything like that. It was more so I wanted this big house and, you know, abundance where I can provide and connect deeply with my family, which is something I still truly, truly desire a purpose and intention also to just touch people's lives in a way that I felt like I could help. I just wanted to help others, but I was kind of fuzzy about how exactly I'm going to do that. I felt deeply about those things. And I truly believed, and I still believe till this day, but I knew deep down, you can have the life that you dream of and that anything is possible. But here I was in a life that I felt didn't really fit my innermost desires. And as a result to this disconnect from what I had deep down buried inside that I really wouldn't allow myself to access for a few reasons that we'll go over, what I had buried down deep inside did not connect to my outer reality. So my inner reality was very different from my outer reality. And eventually that ends up taking a toll on any of us. Some experience it faster than others. Some are able to ignore it longer for others. And I was on that path where I was trying so hard to just fit in this bubble, fit in this designed life that I wanted to create for myself, that I thought I should have, that I put myself on this plan, this path that it's supposed to happen this way. This is what other people are doing. This is what's going to make me happy. And today, although I'm not exactly at those, you know, big dreams that I desire so deeply yet, I know within my whole body, my cells in my body, that I am on the right track intuitively. And that's a great feeling because I know I'm on track for the dreams that I know I truly desire and that are meant for me. I know I'm meant to talk to you, whoever is on the other end. I know I'm meant to continue my journey of this growth that I'm experiencing that will always experience. It's just a part of life. And I know that I'm meant to share my experiences along the way in some form or fashion. Um, I don't know the perfections of that just yet. I don't know all the things I need to do. It's not perfect. It's messy, but that's life. 
And I know now everything that has happened previously from my struggles, my fears, to being stuck in that fear cycle of not doing anything and just being completely blasted with all my physical and mental um, struggles that I was experiencing. I know now that all happened for a reason, even if I can't see that fully right now. And that's what I want to be able to bring to you guys is the light on what holds you back When you have dreams deep down, we all have dreams, no matter what they are. And when we say big dreams too, or when I say big dreams, I don't mean something as like what we would typically think in in our Western culture of big dreams, like a lot of money, big house, you know, expensive luxurious car. Big dreams just means something that you think about on a daily basis or that you have some underlying feeling about every day that brings you joy, um, that brings you this deep burning desire that lifts you up and it doesn't bring you down or weigh you down. It provides you a way to express yourself authentically. And that big dream is just something that you feel like is so far out of reach because you want it so bad, but these fears are holding you back. So that's what I mean by big dreams. It's just those dreams that you so want, but you feel like it's so far away. So those dreams are going to be different for every single person. And whatever that means, that's great because that means that's authentically you. And so we're going to talk about some signs that can give you more clarity if you're feeling this way, if you're feeling maybe the physical symptoms like I did, the knots in the stomach, the stomach problems in general, the anxiety, you know, the chest tightness, the disconnect, the feeling of directionless and lost and not knowing where to go next and feeling like there's, there's more out there. There's more. This doesn't have to be it. And so here are some signs that we'll go over about what's holding you back and we'll give you more direction and awareness. The first sign that I have here is you feel sad you feel anxious, maybe confused, you dread almost every day on the the tiny little processes and the different tasks that you have to do, you feel heavy maybe in your body, you feel more negative than usual, those are all signs and and there are more that, of course, we could spend a whole podcast going over just physical symptoms or mental symptoms about just what we can experience when we aren't following who we really are, what we're made to do right? So there's that disconnect that our body and our mind can bring to our attention that's telling us something. So this is a sign you aren't really aligned on where you want to be or where you feel like you want to experience more in life in. There's that authenticity piece. So there's that message inside you that is burning to get out. That's the first sign or that's one of the many signs that you can have. Another sign is you worry obsessively about what your family or friends will think. You may be at a point to where maybe you do have some idea about what you want to do or what you want to experience and it may not be the full picture yet and that's okay. But you may have this idea like I I really want to do blank and what ends up stopping you that paralyzes you is you thinking what is my family going to say? Like, this is a total 360 for me. Or maybe it's, oh my gosh, they're going to think I'm crazy or I'm, I'm, I'm not being smart about my decisions or what will my friends think? Will they even want to be friends with me anymore? I don't know if I can handle that, you know, because we get to this place where we feel like 
if our family or friends criticize what we're doing, they're criticizing who we are and we don't want to feel disconnected from the people that are in their in our lives, right? We don't want to let them go and we don't have to. But obsessively worrying about or even maybe it's not even obsessively, it's just you get to a point where you think about taking a step and or maybe you tried to take a step and you know, your family or friends said some, say something. And to think to remember about that is your family, friends, although with the best intentions in their heart, I'm not saying they have bad intentions, they just have this framework on how they see you, on what they see you as, and they may already have these perceptions on what you should be. And with that being said, the second you go outside of that bubble of who they thought you were and what they think you should do and who they think you should be, it's going to make them uncomfortable because they aren't used to it. And so accepting the fact that it may come up, it may not even come up now, it may come up later, realizing that you have to follow what is truly authentic to you. And sometimes the comments from others is just either the discomfort in their own lives on not following their dreams and having to follow this framework on doing things safely and doing things securely and doing things a certain way. And that's the only way life can be. And even though it's well-intentioned that they may feel like they're saving you from something bad, it's still not something that is you. It is just their fears being projected onto you. Also, it could be a lot of other things as well that causes someone to comment. So maybe they didn't ever access their dreams like they wanted to. A lot of different reasons. But we always want to make sure that if you do struggle with this, is knowing that when years go by, do you want to sit in misery and sadness for others' happiness or contentness? And I can probably answer that for you and that answer is probably no thinking about this thinking about the fear that you have from others the ones that are meant to be in your life family friends or not are the ones that will eventually see you happy doing what you're doing and will support you eventually it may not be today or you may not ever get that support that you may want from your parents and that's okay the thing to be okay with is knowing that you are following you and that's going to lead you to your true happiness, that true desire of getting the success and living the dreams that you truly want to live. The third thing I have here is having negative beliefs about yourself is a sure sign that you are probably not following your dreams. And this one, which, you know, To be really honest, I've experienced all these things that we'll talk about today um, at different levels, at different degrees, and they come and flow at different times in my life. But, you know, having negative beliefs about yourself is the number, I feel like almost the number one thing that's going to hold you back. You know, the only thing that can propel you forward and move you forward is yourself. Is that point where you make that choice that you desire more and are willing to take that first step and when we have negative beliefs you're going to be the constant roadblock in your life that will not allow yourself to take that next step to get your dreams so you may not believe you're worthy 
You may not believe you're worthy of the dreams that you desire, maybe the wealth that you desire, the success that you desire, the abundance that you dream of, that you think of. And abundance doesn't just mean, doesn't just mean money. It means the type of friendships, the quality of friendships, the quality of your health, the quality of your connections, your support systems, the things that you truly desire in life on multiple different levels, on a spiritual, physical, mental level. There's all these different types of abundance. You may not feel like you're worthy of it. You may also feel like just stupid for even having the thought. You know, I can speak to these tremendously. I I struggled with feeling like I was making a wrong decision and I might not be making a smart one. I might not be that smart. It means that I'm not smart. There's something wrong with me, right? And that's a lot of the negative beliefs can spiral into what's called shame, right? So having that cycle will stop you from taking anything because we don't want to feel that way about ourselves, right? Like we don't want to put ourselves in positions to where we feel like all of our junk is just coming up in front of us and it's making us feel crappy and it's making us feel down. But I can tell you that if we're not aware that we have any of these thoughts, we're not ever going to be able to take that next step and understand what exactly is holding us back to follow our dreams, right? And other things that I didn't mention, but I I really do want to mention is um, a few other things is feeling like a fraud, so maybe, you know, you're, you're curious about wanting to start something that you might not be known to anyone else that you're an expert in or that you know a lot about or that you just are highly, highly interested in. Feeling like a fraud can stop you because we have that pressure on thinking we need to be this 100% expert or perfect at something when in reality that is so not true. That is so not true. We're all learners. We're all here for a reason, right? So we're all learning. Even the experts were learning. They're still learning to this day. And that's what makes them successful on the level that they're at because they continuously learn and they continuously pump out what they're learning. And of course, you know, not feeling good enough. We talked about that. And these are things that the feeling not good enough, not feeling worthy are, are big things. But the good news is when we're aware, we can take the next steps to understand, okay, I have this fear. It's probably going to come up multiple times. What are some things that I can do to help myself when this fear comes up? And that's the reason why we're talking about these signs and these roadblocks, because we're wanting to be able to access this awareness because the first step in anything, in any change, in any behavior is awareness. And so when we're aware, we can take that next action. Okay, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but I wanted to to make that known. (laughs) Okay, fourthly, you think you just need that one thing to start. If I just had that confidence, I would be able to access my dreams. I would be able to be successful how I want to be. Or if I just had more money, I could take that one class that would allow me to be the most intelligent person in the world about this topic. And I can do, you know, I, I could teach who I wanted to teach or be this person that I've always wanted to be or maybe it's I don't have support or I don't have enough knowledge I'm not an expert at this I don't know what the heck I'm doing a lot of different things that could go into that and the reality is the only thing you need to start is your willingness and commitment to start that's all you need confidence does not come 
if you are sitting around waiting for these things to come, you're going to be waiting a very long time because it's not what you have that will get you somewhere. It is the choices that you make for yourself. It is the choices to go after something, the willingness and your commitment, even if that means taking the smallest actions possible, even if that means doing one little thing anytime that you can, scheduling in for yourself. I'm the biggest advocate, and you'll hear me talk about this again and again over time. Start small. Start small until it becomes a habit because your fears will try to hijack you. They will try to say, no, 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 stop. Don't go any further. This isn't safe. This isn't right. You shouldn't be doing this. Let's go back to our safe bubble, right? And it's there to protect you. So it's not that your brain's bad. It's just naturally like that. It's wired for survival. And so realizing that, these fears that we talk about, they're not just going to go away just because you're aware. And that's just something to remind yourself. And the reason why we start small is because they're small, digestible goals or checklist items that you can do that are specific, right? We don't want to be too vague. Um, and I have a podcast about that, which we can talk about in a second to direct you guys on that. Um, or actually, I'll just plug it in here. <laughs> so I have another podcast for you guys that's on what are the five things that you can do to stay on track with your goals. So if you feel like you struggle with that, I highly recommend going to the episode because it's going to help you um, actually with some things that you can do when it comes to following your goals and how to stay on track with them. But regardless, when we talk about having those one things that you need, having that one thing that you need to start, all it takes is that willingness and commitment. That's the first step. And then the second step is being able to implement that very, you know, it's just small, doable action that will start that chain that cause and effect, it'll start that chain of you thinking, yeah, there, here's proof that I can do it. Your brain will see that proof that it's, it's doable. And you can work through those fears as you continue to build up this momentum in your actions. And this will enable you to get to your dreams. And the last thing that I wanted to talk about was the fifth thing is kind of something to think about. And it reminds me of something that I heard from a Marie Forleo either video or now she has podcasts. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it was one of her videos and one of the interviews that she was doing that she's talked about. I don't know if she came up with it or if this was just kind of a saying that she heard from someone else, but um, she's, she basically said, when you're 90 years old, so think about this, when you're 90 years old, you're laying on your deathbed, what is it that you want to be able to say that you did, that you're proud of, and would you have any regrets? Ugh. <laughs> this one just like punched my chest. It, it was one of those things to where if you were to think, visualize for a second, if you're in your car, please don't close your eyes. <laughs> but if you're doing something else, you can close your eyes or just keep your eyes open and just kind of think about this freely. But think about that being on your deathbed, which is kind of morbid, but it's a reality that eventually this life will go away. And that's just a part of human life. And so thinking about that, what are the things that you want to be able to say that you did and that you won't have regrets about later on? Because she had even said, and I know for myself looking into this, studies have shown that it's not usually what people do that they regret. It's what they didn't do that they regret. 
thinking about that reality is that we only have this one life. We only have this one life. And you're going to have fears come up. They're not going to go away. I wish it was. (laughs) But we have those fears implemented for a reason. Not the the specific ones that you feel. They're not always helpful, of course. But the way that our brain operates is for a reason and is for our protection. We just have to learn how to navigate through that. So be thinking about that. Be thinking about what is that one thing, that one answer that you might have come up that if you ask yourself, if I was 90 years old or whatever, at the end of my lifespan, I was laying on my deathbed, what is the one thing I would probably say right now that I would regret if I didn't do? And that's going to give you a sure sign that if something comes up, or even if you felt a pit in your stomach, like, "Mm, I feel like I would have regrets. That's a sign to you that you're not following your dreams. You're not on track with what's truly authentic to you. And it's a sign you need to take an inventory on how do I access my dreams? What are the things that I actually want? If there was one takeaway from this episode that I want you guys to just soak in, let it soak in, is to realize the only thing truly standing in your way is your fear. It's not you. It's not outside of you. It's your fear inside you. It's just the response from doing something that's different, that's uncertain, that makes you maybe feel unsafe. It's a risk. It's something that you wouldn't normally do. It's a fear. And the good news is that fear can be recognized. It can be called out. It can be labeled. And there are things that we can do to help ourselves through that fear so we can get to our dream. And so it can lead us to the success that we authentically, truly desire that is meant for us. So what I want you to do is to think about what we talked about today. So we talked about some of those five big roadblocks, um, five big things that are kind of in your way that hold you back. And I want you to choose one of one of these things. So one area that we talked about, and just to give you a short recap, we talked about One, if you feel like you have a lot of physical or mental symptoms, um, if you're sad, anxious, confused, dreadful, you feel heavy, really negative, take notice of that. Secondly, worrying obsessively or just worrying about what your family and friends will think. Number three, having negative beliefs about yourself. Number four, thinking that you just need that one thing to start. And the last thing, asking yourself the question, would I have any regrets? If I was 90 years old and laying on my deathbed, morbid, I know. But ask yourself that because it puts things into perspective. And if you do, that's a sign. If you feel like you would have any regrets, even the slightest stomach ache or the slightest feeling in your body, whatever that is, that's a sign to you. So I want you to think about those areas that I touched on today and think about maybe one area or one thing that's coming to your mind on something that you struggle with. And I want you to write that out. So write out exactly what it is that you struggle with. An example of this might be maybe you're worried about what your friends will think of you. What is that exact worry? What are you worried about? Are you worried that they'll think you're different? Are you worried that they won't be your friends anymore? Are you worried that you won't know how to relate to them anymore? So being aware of what that one struggle is and finding one way 
to help you with this fear. Be thinking about that. So one, one way or one item, I'm sorry. So one, one thing that holds you back and writing down exactly what that is and one way that you can help out, you can help yourself out of that fear. Begin to believe that what you desire is possible. I promise you it's possible and is rightfully yours to follow. Awareness is the key for the start of change. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you got something out of this. I know I say that probably every time now, but every time I sit down to do one of these, I want you guys to be able to take one thing away from this, to walk away feeling like you have more clarity, more direction. I appreciate you guys, and I look forward to talking to you next time. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to visit growwithkelsey.com to check out any notes, links, or offers from this podcast. Also, if you haven't followed me on Instagram, go and follow me at growwithkelsey to make sure you never miss the latest podcast or updates from me. Until next time, I hope this episode served you well. Please feel free to share this episode to anyone you think might benefit, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.